Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode five of This Can't Be Discussed Over Tea with your girl, Mocha. <laughs> I hope that you all had an amazing week. Um, I may have to change my recording platform because the original episode five never uploaded. It said it's published somewhere, but I have no clue where. So I hope that this one publishes correctly. But anyway, um, yeah, this episode is... I'm about to dig and talk about some things that I wish I did not have to talk about. I wish that this wasn't something that we had to worry about. But unfortunately, we live in the United States where it would be totally not like myself to just not bring up the harmful things going on right now. So without further ado, we're going to hop right into this episode. All right, so what's been in the ears this week? It's called Waiting For by Matt Martians. It is such a fun song. Like, it's summertime. It's fun. I love the song. If you don't know it, go check it out because it's beautiful. Um, Yeah, I just heard this song like three or four days ago, and it's been playing all three or four of those days. Um, But yeah. Now that we can get into the nitty gritty, I do want to give a trigger warning on this episode because I'm going to be talking about some heavy topics and I know that's not for everyone. So if that's not for you, even though I would really like if people could listen all the way through, if it gets too heavy, like I said, this is a soft spot. I'm not meant to pry more than need be. If it's too much for you to hear please, please, please just go ahead and skip this episode and there will be another one for you or you can skip to the end, okay? So, I've prayed to God to figure out how to record this episode because I couldn't write down anything because I was very unsure of what to write and I wanted this to come from the heart and this is, I'm not going to lie, this is my third time recording specifically this part because I'm trying to find the proper words that doesn't come off so aggressive, so mad, so angry. And I'll just leave it at this. However this comes off, I can't apologize for it because the beginning of this week, there was yet another mass school shooting and I simply have to ask, what is enough? what is enough not only that but the fact that there has been over 125 mass shootings in the united states in 2023 alone and we're only in april is absolutely sickening when is enough enough i me personally i am so tired i am frustrated i am annoyed i am someone that cannot sit and act like this does not directly impact me i'm not someone that can just sit here and go i'm not political actually this just i don't know i'm just not really into politics when politics directly impacts quite literally people's livelihoods I'm trying to figure out, and I know there's no right root, there's no true answer to this. By the way, I'm not really editing this because I'm just going to speak from the heart. At this point, I'm speaking from the heart. So anytime I stutter, stumble, that's pure frustration. And that's pure 
tiredness. Because my friends and family, they know since I was fairly, fairly young, I've been very political and active and loud about it, right? I've written the pieces, I've done the protests, I've showed up, I've provided, I've supported, I've done, I've done a lot. And I'm genuinely tired. Because this week, some parent had to go to a school where they knew their child would not come home. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy that in the United States, and I'm going to give, I'm just going to throw back to 2020. I know this, this happened years beforehand, but since 2020, this United States has, I'm going to say it, the government has killed a lot of people. And I say this because since 2020, I have, witness so many preventable deaths and that is sickening i understand people will pass away and things happen natural causes happen where that's unpreventable but i've witnessed preventable death and that right there frustrates me the way we originally handled COVID-19 in 2020, the amount of deaths per day, the dystopia we lived in. And I keep watching this. So many people lost cousins, mothers, grandmothers, aunts, uncles, newborns because of something that was so preventable because this country prioritized money over the over human beings' lives is absolutely crazy. Same thing with, 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 with guns right now. It's, it's sickening. You prioritize income over children's lives, over innocent people's lives, that's sickening. And it's heartbreaking. And there's nothing more I can say than I'm disgusted. And I'm appalled and I'm so sick and tired of living in this dystopian fantasy where for some reason we believe that we can just pray for the families after as if that's going to bring back someone's child. That would never bring back someone's child. And I would never understand the mindset of people who feel like they can't simply release guns because for some reason they hold on to this as if them getting, getting this taken away is some type of political uproar and what? If I love cheesecake, which I really do, and I go online and I see that cheesecake is the reason, like every time I bite into a cheesecake, it puts someone in harm or can kill them, guess what? I will just simply stop eating cheesecake. I will just simply stop eating cheesecake. It's something very sickening about people who know that they have blood on their hands and they can live and breathe like they don't. Because once again, America has blood on their hands. These people have blood on their hands. And I'm not the type of, I, 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 I have this thing where I'm just like, okay, God will handle you. Like, because 
realistically, when someone does something so sick at this point, it's nothing humanly possible that I can do to handle you. God's going to handle you. And I hate to say this, but sometimes I feel like people aren't reaping what they sow long enough, if you get what I mean. And that that makes me so sick and it breaks my heart. Because as someone who who I don't I don't know. I don't even have to have a kid to understand what if to, to to empathize and sympathize with people who are losing their kids for no reason. I'm I'm so tired of it. I'm genuinely tired of it. I wish there was more that could be done. Actually there is more that can be done. But we know the outcome of that, which is the reason why I don't believe in reform. Reform isn't a thing, right? And people who believe in reform, I believe that, I don't know. When people say they believe in reform, it kind of messes with my head a little bit. Because in my mind, when I hear that you believe in reform, I feel like you must believe at least an inkling in the government to do something correct. But me, history buff, me someone who goes off past behaviors. I've learned to, I've learned because history has taught me that this government would never do anything right. Right? Not unless it's taken from them. Okay? Reform isn't a thing and it doesn't exist. That's just like asking for closure. Closure isn't real because there's nothing anyone can say or do to make you feel any better about their reasoning. Reform does not exist. That's why I don't I don't think I ever believed in reform. That's why I've always believed in abolishment. Because we're asking for apples from a peach tree. And this peach tree has been growing peaches for decades, for generations. Why are we asking for apples and getting confused when they drop another peach? Babes. Do you not know better? Do you not know that this system was created in a way where they're not doing anything wrong? When you are asking for reform, you're asking the government, hey, can you please correct this, this, and this? The reason why you don't see any correction is because the system is working the way it was originally intended to work. It's isolating the people it was meant to isolate. It's harming the people it was meant to harm. And it's protecting the people it was meant to protect. What is there to reform? They're doing the right thing. This is why we need to uproot what is now the government. Now we need to uproot and correct and correct. And the truth is the reason people, and, and when I say that, people look at me like I'm crazy. Like, oh my gosh, so you're saying that there's a new government. What is there to lose? What is there to lose? If it goes bad, we're already bad. But what if it gets better? What if we can create a system where it's simply better? Where it protects like it's supposed to protect? Where it protects innocent children who are just sitting in a classroom who don't need a bucket in the classroom just in case that there's another lockdown because a person who's literally insane decides to come into the school and shoot up the school? What if there's a society where people can just simply love who they want to love and not have the the stares and the looks and the really weird conversations around it what if hmm 
What does that look like? And I feel like people can't even fathom, specifically minority communities cannot fathom that there's a better way of living because minorities have never experienced peace in this country. Historically, you cannot pinpoint a time or a place in America where minorities have gotten peace, love, or respect that they didn't have to fight for. Not one time in this country, not once. So when I talk to people who are against abolishment, they come from a place of fear. But are you not scared now? Like, yes, I get you're scared, but are you not already scared? (laughs) They come from a place of confusion, but are you not already confused now? They come from a place of, I just want things to get better, but are they better now? No, they're not. And that's the problem. They're not better because they can't get better because they're already doing what's the best for them. And it makes me sick. And people always say, yo, you know, history is repeating itself and we're watching it repeat itself. And that's because people aren't taught their history. So you don't know what to look out for. You don't know what to to protect, when to step in. I truly believe you need to uproot everything and start over. I believe no one's going to listen unless you hit them where it hurts. Unless you hit their pockets and maybe hit their families and maybe how about retaliate because we see things like france like people make jokes all the time ah france is always burning down something as they should (laughs) as they should and they love and people love to say why don't we do it here why don't we do it here we did do it here we did do it here and you know what happened more police killings we did do it here you know what happened people looked at us like we were crazy for being in the streets and protesting Yeah, that happened. And you know what the crazy part is? I think about the fact that I went to a protest back in 2020 because, you know, basically the same thing we're talking about now, gun control, policing. It was crazy that someone who was so crippling and terrified of COVID went outside to protest because my mind, I'm like, I can't think about my health right now when people are literally dying for no reason. People were literally dying for no reason. And I'm not saying every everyone's not built to be the protester that goes outside, right? But there's also people like my mom. My mom would never, ever, ever go to a protest, right? That's just not her thing, right? But she can show up in other ways. My mom's the type of person that if something happens to you out there, you come home to me and I make sure that you're safe here. I believe that we all need communities like that. We need the people that, that can uproot move protect but the only way that can be sufficient is if we equally have people who are to come back home to that will protect us that will feed us that will give us a safe place to rest our minds after things like that there's other ways to help in in a community where we can protect ourselves and serve ourselves until the government learns to do better and like I said, the only way that is if we hit them where it hurts. 
and my heart is so heavy. And I know this means absolutely nothing, but literally my prayer, my love goes out to all of the parents who lost their kids senselessly. My heart goes out to all the families who lost their families randomly. I get scared to go anywhere. Like realistically, I do. Because enough is never enough. Because statistics isn't enough. Funerals isn't enough. People who lost their own family to gun violence is still not enough for them. And it's tiring and it's exhausting. But I feel like this summer is going to be a hot summer. It's going to be hot. And it's going to get real active real fast because I'm starting to see a curve where people are getting very tired as they should. And it's making me so mad that we can't do anything without violence. And I'm not saying physical violence, right? Because for some reason, politicians really believe that just showing up and silently protesting is violent. For some reason, that's violent, right? Silently protesting with no physical weapon is violent enough, right? Just me physically being there is violent. It's getting violent. Because people are finally realizing how sick and twisted everything is getting. And it doesn't only impact one person. It actually impacts everyone. And it impacts future generations. And... Everyone is exhausted. Everyone is exhausted. Everyone's exhausted. Every resource. Everyone's tired. From inflation to, like I said, mass shootings, to lack of gun control, to removing CRT in schools, to not prioritizing people's mental health, to not creating more resources, to people being homeless working nine to fives. Are you kidding me? People are exhausted and they should be. They should have been. And because right now the government in the United States in general is pulling to such a far extreme, there's another side of people that are also going to be equally as extreme and it's going to raise hellfire. And there's nothing I can do about that. There's nothing I can do about that. Because people have every right to be mad right now. People have every right to be hurt right now. People have every right to be sick and tired of being sick and tired right now. Because when is enough going to be enough? And I've asked this question so many times on this podcast, and I know there's no right answer. Because there's no responsible answer for anything that has happened. There's nothing you can say that's going to make anything sound like, oh, this is something that was meant to happen. And my question for these people who believe that this is just a right where, oh my gosh, you're taking away a right, whatever, whatever. And they always blame it on their religion. I'm trying to figure out what God told you that killing was okay. What God told you that this was the right thing? Because... I don't know. If we pray to the same God, I'm not hearing the same thing. 
and it's sickening and i'm sorry i keep using the same words all over and over again but i'm trying to use simpler words because if i say what i really want to say this podcast may not even go up okay so i'm I'm trying to be a lot calmer and reserved with my language right now but i'm actually very i'm sad right now i'm so sad right now because all of this could easily have been preventable and then you look at history and you just see that ever since this country was built a lot of murder could have been preventable and it just oh my gosh but they're worried about drag queens reading 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 they think reading is more harmful than a weapon wow how crazy is that this one woman is online complaining about the fact that her child went to school and the teacher is teaching them about respecting other people huh about empathy she said it's just terrible that the fact that the teacher is teaching this child about empathy who would have thought i wouldn't have you couldn't tell me in a million years you couldn't tell me in a million years and i'm gonna say this quickly right but um i was once in a class right with this girl whose parents were i'm gonna say parents because she had very strong political beliefs about a certain someone who was totally against immigration if you catch my drift um to the point that her friends would dress up like him she would she loved him right until he got into office she's online crying and apologizing for rooting for this man because she thought because she was felt uh, a wealthy that she was just for some reason it just didn't count for her family why did her family get removed from this country and now she's crying and bawling her eyes i was like oh my gosh i did i didn't know i didn't know it's going to impact me that's the problem you never know it's going to impact you until it happens to you right until it directly hits home right and i don't i it was heartbreaking to see because like i'm like girl wasn't your family room for this person just for them to now be (laughs) be removed it's it's very frustrating to see people who are like oh this one thing happened to me and it totally changed my mind why i don't maybe because i'm an empathetic and sympathetic person i don't need to have direct feelings to something to feel like now i can relate to it if someone tells me that this thing is hurting them that's enough for me to believe that it's hurting them i don't need to be like oh my gosh uh, i don't know because i feel like you're lying because it doesn't happen to me and then wait for it to happen to me for me to finally relate no i don't need that Someone only had to tell me once that something is bothering bothering them for me to believe that it's bothering them. Simple. Simple. And until we live in a society where our government protects and serves and 
does the right thing for the people and not for themselves we're going to constantly see this tug of war in our in, in 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 our government in the united states so i don't blame people for moving i don't blame people for being like i, I, I gotta get out of here because you travel to other countries and you know other countries have their own problems too but the ones who are thriving they're thriving <laughs> and they're thriving well because they take care of their people in all aspects. And I hopefully I'm not sounding like I'm going in circles because my mind is literally all over the place. And there's so many things I want to talk about and pinpoint and vent about. But nonetheless, this is the reason why I'm so for abolishment. Because reform does not exist when a government is doing what it's meant to do. No such thing. No such thing. And everyone's talking about this TikTok band and all these other things. <sighs> Guys, it's not just a TikTok band. They're trying to completely change the way social media works right now. And I think they're doing that because they know that a lot of people are getting a lot of really good information, right? Because I was like, TikTok and um, what is it called? Instagram and Twitter, where people really engage live in action at the scene, basically. They don't need that. They don't need people to be able to just hop online and talk as things are happening because it kind of shows a certain light of like wow this country is really bad so i feel like they're trying to mute our speech which is crazy right for people that fight for amendments they're trying to take one of ours how crazy how insane how anyway y'all um this is the reason why i had to pull back from being as politically active because things like this ever since i was a kid would keep me up at night i remember my mom used to have to like take my tv because i would be up watching like the news at 5 30 and i'll be mad the entire day i'll be up at 5 30 in the morning watching the news and i'm already crying and i'm already hurt and i'm already mad and i'm already figuring out solutions and i would be like seven eight nine years old And I know I pulled back from um, deciding to be a lawyer simply because when I was in, uh, this had to be freshman year of, of college, my professor was a defense attorney and he goes, so <laughs> justice isn't about, um, my mind is running a blank right now, y'all. Yes, he goes, <laughs> sorry, my mind is literally all over the place right now because I have my laptop right here and I'm just scrolling through so many things while I'm talking to y'all and I'm reading so many stories. But anyway, my professor goes, justice isn't about who was right or wrong. It's about who pleads a better case. And that right there broke me because as someone who fights so much on simply 
being equal, you realize nothing's really equal and it's nasty and it's because that's the way the system works. <sighs> but with everything going on, a part of me really wants to go back to school to get this law degree and become a lawyer because maybe I can make something shake. But I always feel like by the time you get to the point where you can actually make for real change in the in the political system you've already had to disrespect yourself so many times right you've already had to break so many of your own core values just to get to that position to the point that by the time you're there the change you want to make doesn't matter because you've already harmed so many people so i'm going to pray on it a little longer and see what god is directing my next path to be because I'm tired and I'm hurting and a lot of us are tired and a lot of us are hurting once again my heart goes out to the families that have to wake up to a in a house with no child is there anymore my apologies if this episode is all over the place but so is this country right now So are people. We're living in a very dysphoric time right now. It's very it's a it's a it's a dystopia. Where you know we go out, we eat, we have a ball, we have a key, and at the same time, another mass shooting is happening. Another person dying at the hands of a very sick individual so yeah this episode is very very all over the place but that's just because why that's where i am right now and yes y'all i know i'm the type of person that has speeches prepared so i usually speak a lot clearer clearer than i am now but i'm not writing anything down i didn't write anything down i just wanted to talk about what was on my mind and what i'm reading up on right now as i'm talking to y'all so anyway i was going to try to start a new segment on this um podcast where i'd read like reddit stories because i find those hilarious like the ones that i see on tiktok and stuff so i might do that i'm not going to really do that this episode because that's kind of insensitive to the topic but let me know what y'all think about me incorporating like reading reddit stories um and yeah i love y'all i pray you all have a I pray you all have a beautiful week as much as possible. I um, will catch y'all in the next episode. Pray for this country, y'all. It's a very sad day in America. Sad days in America. Sad, sad. But anyway... I'm going to talk to y'all later. Bye, lovelies.